Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tan, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or a teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael E. Tom, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Amen. Father, we praise you. We thank you, Father. All you've done in the service from this point on, Father, we do lift you up and say, Father, you are worthy to be praised. Father, right now, Lord, we turn our hearts, our minds, and our souls unto your word, Father. We pray, Father, that you will enable us to be doers of your word and not just tears, Father. Encourage our hearts, our minds, and our souls in Christ Jesus, Father. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. Amen. And praise the Lord. Bethlehem. This year, I believe that that's what the Lord is doing within our calendar year is to is getting us right. And one of the things that he does to get us right is he disciplines us. And I believe, Father, uh, and believe that, that God is disciplining some folk. But I believe that in and through it all, that we will get it right. Amen. 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 This morning, we continue in a series <clears throat> entitled to which we've been sharing all month long, getting it right in mindset, in mindset, because there's some who may be struggling right now. Your back is up against the wall and you don't know how you're going to make it. Well, if you don't know how you're going to make it, then you have a wrong mindset. You have the wrong mindset. You've taken your eyes off the Lord Jesus. For Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 says that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Let me say that again. Philippians chapter 4 13 says I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And we've been sent here this morning, Bethlehem, to remind you that you're all right as long as you keep your hands in the hands of the man. Amen. 
Amen. I, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So I come this morning to get my mind set right and to focus on the word of God. And, and we're going to be focusing on this morning Isaiah 61 verses 1 through 3. Isaiah 61 verses 1 through 3. But we're going to be preaching from verse 3. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, I'm going to stand on this word in Jesus' name. Let's read this on three. One, two, three. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord this morning in a message entitled Crown of Beauty, Crown of Beauty. We're going to share three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the grief of the crown. We're going to talk about the glamour of the crown. And we're going to talk about the godliness of the crown. We want Christians to know this morning that Christians should depend on God to turn their grief into joy. Christians should depend upon God to turn their grief into joy. Undoubtedly, we live in a time where it seems like there is certain peril. Live in a time where mad men will devise bombs and 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 bomb innocent people. Realize we're living in a time where, at any moment, in any second, uh, we could be out in all-out war when it comes to Korea and some of the stuff that is going on in the Middle East. We've lived in a time where we've seen unheard of tragedies like Katrina and tsunamis that have killed over 100,000 people and tornadoes that have literally blown city blocks away. We live in a time where a madman would get it in his head to go and not in the big city, but in a small town and, and kill innocent children. We live in a a mad, mad world. Human disasters and weather disasters and, and all kinds of things and stuff that that we tend to have to focus or be concerned about, let alone concerned about our everyday living. 
concerned about here in Paul's Valley whether the hospital is going to make it or whether the resource center is going to make it and and people are moving away and times are changing and and we live in an uncertain time Uh, but God has sent me here today that to let you know that uh, the crown has some grief that you have to deal with For, Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. Hello, somebody. Ask your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, have you had any trouble yet? Hello, somebody. Somebody here in this place is going through a massive amount of trouble. And it amazes me how they come here and you really can't tell on the outside what's going on on the inside. And... And they come to a place where they want to, to be encouraged and not want to have to deal with some of the pettiness because they're going through too much. Uh, I'm going through too much and I, I don't have time that you're jealous of me because of the way I dress, the way I talk, the way I walk. I don't have time to deal with that. I don't have time to deal with the petty stuff because I'm trying to save my life right now. Oh, I'm trying to save somebody else's life, like my mother's life, trying to take care of her. And uh, I'm stuck in between where I'm taking care of my mom and I'm taking care of my kids all at the same time. I'm here and I'm a grandmother and I and I and I get my kids are all grown, but yet I still have children in my home. (laughs) Hello, somebody. We live in a time where there's a great, massive amount of pain and grief. But God has sent me here to tell you this morning that he has the power to change your grief or the ashes into beauty. We're going to listen to a few stanzas of this song and we're going to move on to our first point. This is Crystal Lewis who sings the song Beauty for Ashes. Listen to the words briefly. And Daryl Coley, I believe, as well. Oh, 
Amen. He gives beauty for ashes. And that's what we're talking about this morning. The crown of beauty on the point number one, the grief of the crown. And it says, and provide for those who grieve in Zion. Provide for those who grieve in Zion. And, and one of the things that would hit you in the text is, First of all, you have to realize where Zion is. Zion was supposed to be the holy place. Zion was supposed to be a fortress. Zion was the promised city. Zion was that place uh, where David would later become known as Jerusalem would come and make the, the capital city. Uh, and you would think that uh, that there would be no troubles uh, in Zion. You would think that, that you wouldn't have any, any problems in the holy city. You, that, that you won't be and put in modern day terms you would think that because you're living for the Lord and you're living holy and you're living righteous and you, you've given everything that you have to the Lord you, you would think that everything would go right. You would think that there would be only blessings. You would think that oh because you're in Zion because you're, you're in the Lord if you would you would think that there would be no need for grief. Oh, but I'm here to tell you today oh, that the righteous are familiar with grief. Hello, somebody. I'm here to tell you today that Jesus was familiar with grief. And I'm here to tell you today that if Jesus Christ had to go through grief, then how much more so does his disciples, those people, those men and those women. I'm talking to those who are committed. I'm talking to those that are giving God everything that they have. I'm talking to those who has no doubt about who God is. Oh, but, oh, you find yourself in the middle of this grief. This grief has caught you off guard. This grief came in a storm. This, this grief came in bankruptcy. This grief came in divorce. This grief came when you had to change jobs. This grief came and caught you right there in the city of Zion. Ask your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, where are you living this morning? And if you're living in Zion, I'm here to tell you that even in Zion, hello, somebody, even in Zion, oh, you're going to have some trouble. And I, I like what the Sunday school teacher said this morning as we were talking about, oh, the blessings of holiness. I like what he said, that there are some times in this life where God will remove your righteous state. In other words, oh, sometimes in this life, you can do everything. 
everything right. Oh, and reap wrong. Hello, somebody. And, 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 and it's not because of what you did. It's, it's not because you made a mistake. It's not because of anything. But one thing is that God allowed you to go through this. Hello, somebody. Oh, but oh, nine times out of ten, if God is not testing you, hello, somebody, really ten times out of ten, if God is not uh, uh, testing you, uh, oh, things will go right. Oh, so you find yourself in the city of Zion and you find yourself dealing with grief and you have to ask the question now, Lord, why am I dealing with grief? I'm here to tell you why. You're here uh, and dealing with grief to give God glory. Oh, hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. oh, neighbor, it's easy to praise him in good times. Hello, somebody. It's easy to praise him. Oh, when the house is full. Oh, it's easy to preach for many preachers when the house is full. Oh, but sometimes you've got to praise him. Oh, and sometimes you've got to glorify him in the middle of the valley. And you've got to say, hallelujah, anyhow. Oh, and I'd like to add devil on the end of that. Hallelujah, anyhow, devil in Jesus' name. Somebody here better learn. Oh, that they 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 still in the city of Zion, but they still have to deal with grief. But the Bible tells us, oh, that you don't stay. You stay in the city of Zion, but you do not stay in grief. Hello, somebody. Let me say this again. Somebody will miss it. Somebody get it on the way home. You stay in the city of Zion, but you go through grief. Hello, somebody. Oh, you stay. Oh, you keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is right. What you're doing is glorifying God. What you're doing, as a matter of fact, is giving him the most glory because it's easy to praise him when everything is going right. Hello, somebody! Say to your neighbor, neighbor! Oh, neighbor, endure the grief in Jesus' name. Endure the grief. Oh, because if you do, uh, oh, uh, there's some glamour to the crown. And, but before we get to that, uh, Psalms 35 says, and many of us who've been around the church uh, know this one by heart. Uh, oh, it says that this is what the grief was for. And his anger lasts only, only a moment. Hello, somebody. Oh, his anger lasts. You, 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 you. Some maybe listen at the sound of my voice uh, and you're going through what you're going through because because of trouble, oh, because of sin in your life. But I'm here to tell you today, oh, you can stay in Zion, but don't stay in grief. Oh, you can stay in Zion, but don't stay in sin. Hello, somebody. Oh, this text says, oh, because you're living file, he's angry with you for a moment. Oh, but if you repent and ask him to forgive you, oh, and to wash and cleanse you of your sins, Oh, his anger only lasts but a moment. I'm so glad that God will allow me to repent. I'm so glad that God will allow me to turn around because I don't live perfect. And guess what? You don't live perfect either. But when you find yourself and when you fell down, oh, don't stay down. You hear me say, you better get back up again and repent and run in the opposite direction as if you've never 
never fallen because what? Because God's anger lasts only a moment. Oh, and I like this next part. But his favor lasts what? A lifetime. Hello, somebody. Give God a hand clap of praise. His favor lasts a lifetime you may be going uh, and in this moment of grief uh, oh but I'm here to tell you that you're not going to always be grievous uh, you're not going to always uh, be mourning you're not going to all because his favor lasts a lifetime when you get it right church uh, oh his favor lasts uh, a lifetime uh, oh and I like this part weeping uh, may stay uh, oh the King James said may endure for a night uh, oh for joy Hello somebody But rejoicing comes in the morning Hello somebody Oh you may be here today At the sound of my voice And you were weeping last night Oh you may be here today You may have been weeping all last week Or the week before that When the bombings took place Or you were reminded Of the death of a loved one Or of the waywardness of a child And you began to weep but I'm so glad that God says weeping may stay for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, it's morning time. Oh, say to your other neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, it's morning time in Jesus' name. It's morning time. And this is what this text is talking about for us. It's trying to encourage us this morning. Amen. Point number two. The glamour of the crown. As the text says, and this is the NIV, but bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. The oil of joy instead of mourning. A garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. God says this morning that you are about to be crowned. Hello, somebody. 
oh, most of us, when we think about a crown, we think about the Miss America or the Miss USA pageant where all of these women compete to, to be crowned. Oh, but this morning, this is not a Miss USA pageant. This is a pageant for those of you who have been going through a, 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 a lot of pain. Those of you who have been going through a, a, a lot of displacement. Those of you who've been going through a, a time of uncertainty. Though those of you who, who who literally don't know how you're gonna make it. Those of you who are about to lose your mind. You are part of a, a great lottery this morning, and, and the lottery is not something that you can pay for. The lottery is something that you win because you live holy. Hello, somebody. And God is saying this morning that you are about to be crowned. Yes, you are the one. Hello, somebody. You're the one that he's about to help. You're the one that he's about to give hope to. You're the one. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. Oh, neighbor. I want this crown. I want this. Say to your other neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. Oh, neighbor. neighbor. I want this crown. I need this crown to make it through the next days of my life. I need this crown before I leave here today. And God is saying that he's bestowing a crown of beauty on you instead of ashes. Oh, we know ashes. Ashes really is something oh, that you don't want to see outside of a fireplace. I can remember when we had those fires over there in Tatum, Oklahoma, I remember Deacon uh, Prince had a testimony about how the fire went around his house and it burns a, a lot of places over there and even burnt down the church or burnt the church. Uh, oh, and, 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 and the thing about fire is uh, fire, when it burns, uh, it's uh, a complete destroyer. There's nothing left. Uh, oh, a uh, complete destroyer. And folk uh, who have gone through the fires, uh, they lose everything. Uh, they lose all of of their momentums. They use they lose the pictures of little Johnny and little Jimmy at two years old. They use all those family albums. They lose that stuff that's irreplaceable because some of that stuff that we have can be replaced. A car can be replaced. Even a house can be replaced. But it's traumatic to lose a house, especially if you raise your children in it or it's a family homestead. Oh, and fire has the ability to destroy everything and all you're left with is ashes which means all you're left with is nothing you would think that nothing good can come from ashes oh in the natural eyes in the natural mindset we studied on Wednesday night about Ezekiel when God told him to speak to the dry bones oh the dry bones is a more hopeful place uh, than the place of ashes. Uh, hello, somebody. Ashes. Uh, somebody here, you're dealing with ashes. You've lost uh, everything. Uh, you've lost your job. You've lost uh, some of you have lost uh, your memories. Uh, some of you have lost your mentors. Uh, some of you have lost. Hello, somebody. But God says uh, this morning uh, that he's greater than an ash. Uh, that he can bring something uh, out of the ashes. Something out of nothing that's left. Uh, Oh, and this morning, uh, ask your neighbor, neighbor, 
Oh, neighbor, do you need God to make something out of nothing? Do you need God to make something out of nothing? Some of you were asked your whole life. Your daddy didn't like you. Your mama didn't like you. And you lived a ass childhood. They told you that you'll never become or amount to anything. You don't know your mama and you don't know your daddy because they abandoned you. Hello, somebody. You lived an ass-filled life. And God is saying of you this morning, oh, you feel ashy, but I'm about to crown you. Hello, somebody. Oh, that's that other ash that black folk know about. At least our dark-skinned black folk, we know about that kind of ash in this. Hello, somebody. But that ash that the fire leaves behind, oh, can't be healed by some baby oil or some lotion. That ash that the fire leaves behind, nothing can come from it. But God says uh, this morning, if you're in a nothing place, uh, if you feel like a nothing person, if you feel like uh, that you don't even have any hope uh, this morning, God says this morning that he can crown you this morning with a crown of beauty. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, I'm beautiful. <laughs> the man say, hey, I'm handsome, you know, but you know, I'm so handsome, I got a lot of beauty too. <laughs> but anyway, God says he's about to crown you with favor. Hello, somebody, straight out of the ash. Hello, somebody. I like what the word says. Restore a crown of beauty instead of ashes. Oh, so this morning, that means I can experience the all of joy instead of mourning. I can put on a garment of praise instead of having a spirit of despair. Somebody here came this morning feeling despair, feeling hopeless. Oh, you may even have despair about the church. Oh, but that's a lie from the pit of hell. If God is still on the throne, yes, what uh, he can make uh, oh beauty of ashes hello somebody he can crown you he can crown Bethlehem hello somebody with the crown of beauty hello somebody hello somebody hello somebody I, I like what Isaiah 60 and 20 says your son would never set again this is what he's saying to somebody your moon will wave no more. The Lord will be your everlasting light and, and, and your days of sorrow will end. Hello, somebody. Somebody in here ought to give God a hand clap of praise. Ooh, that's deep. Your sun will never set again. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's deep. That's deep imagery. In the middle of the night, you know, the, the, the moon gives light and, and, and at night, but sometimes the clouds block out the moon and, and it gets dark. Hello, somebody. He says this morning, oh, your son, hello, somebody, will never set again. Hello, somebody. And he says that the Lord will be your what? Everlasting light. There's somebody here today. You may be sitting in the dark because you couldn't pay your electric bill and you're going back home sitting in the dark. But God says that he'll be your light. Somebody, you paid your electric bill. 
But when you go back home, you, you come here in the dark. But God has sent you here this morning to turn on the lights in Jesus. Now, give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here, up in here. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Your days of sorrow will end. Oh, what a promise. I, I thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you, Lord. But the reason why that this is going to happen, the reason why God's going to crown you with beauty is because of your righteousness. Hello, somebody. For the next of the text saying, they will call you oaks of righteousness. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Maybe you've gone through that time. You've gone through this discipline time because God is trying to make you an oak of righteousness. And most of you may not know, or some may know, but that, that, that an oak tree, I, I think, last, can last for, oh, 200 years. And an oak tree comes, oh, from a, a, a acorn. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And God says, after he crowns you, oh, with beauty, he, he's going to make you a mighty oak of righteousness. And I come today praying this anointing on this church. That this church will become a, a oak of righteousness. Give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. Up in here, up in here. Because if you look around, a lot of the folk that were faking and shaking ain't here no more. Hello, somebody. Folk say, say that we, we have a decrease in attendance. Oh, and, and I say I never had as much peace in my ministry since I've been here. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Because God, oh, is trying to make this place, oh, uh, oak. Bible church. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He's trying to put some folk in here that really believe in him because, oh, there been some folk in here that has given us in our church a bad name. Hello, somebody. Because of the way that they lived on the outside of this place. Oh, and they brought hell when they came. Hello, somebody. Somebody say, oh, when the church was, was almost full, uh, they say, oh, we having a problem now, Pastor. Oh, people ain't coming. I said when the church was full I was still praying for revival. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Because the people were not living righteously. Hello somebody. And this is the year Bethlehem. Bethlehem. And God wants to get it right in this place. Hello somebody. And we're about to do some things uh, that could last a hundred years from now. If we go ahead and build that building, that could affect the children's children's children. Hello, somebody. A hundred, hundred twenty years from now could be worshiping in that same building. And God is trying to cause revival in this place. Uh, hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Are you ready to be revived? God wants to make us. Oaks of righteousness. Hello, somebody. Let's learn about this oak of righteousness. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amen. Give God a hand and clap of praise. Bethlehem, you shall live and not die. Because we are in the acorn stage. Hello, somebody. And the key to the acorn to becoming a, a mighty oak that could last for 200 to 1,000 years is its ability to die. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, die to yourself. And let God live in you. God wants this church oh, to be a mighty oak. Hello, somebody. God wants us, uh, the acorns that are left, uh, to die and to begin to sprout up. Oh, some fruit uh, that would last uh, for generations to come and possibly millenniums. Uh, hello, somebody. God wants to work uh, and God wants to move. Uh, but we've got to be willing to die. We've got to be willing to live a righteous life, a righteous lifestyle. That's what Sunday school has been all about this last month. It's been about what? Holiness. Hello, somebody. God is calling us as a church, as the people of God who name his name to be holy, to live holy, to look holy, to act holy, to speak holy. Hello, somebody. God is calling us as a church oh, to stop playing spiritual games and to get it right. Oh, in 2013, because, oh, his anger won't last a long time, but his favor will last a lifetime. Oh, but we've got to repent. We've got to turn, and we've got to be about our father's business. We've got to keep the main thing, the main thing. Oh, I said, we've got to keep the main thing, the main thing. Holiness. Oh, hello, somebody. Ask your neighbor, neighbor. Oh neighbor, are you living holy? Are you living righteous? What kind of testimony it is to have a church full of sinful folk, a church full of people, oh, that are living like, oh, I think Deacon Melvin said it, oh, in his Sunday school lesson time, or maybe it was Deacon Jones that said that, oh, it's become a time where church folk and Christian folk look the same. There's no difference. Oh, as they've done a survey, oh, there was no difference. Oh, but let that be a lie from the pit of hell. That's what church is for. It's calling you to be a different person. It's calling you to be a holy priesthood. Hello, somebody. He's calling us to be oaks of what? Of righteousness. Oh, I like that oak because that oak lasts oh, through the storm. That, that oak lasts through the sands of time. That, that oak lasts and has deep roots because that oak died oh years ago hello somebody hello somebody the key church just becoming this oak tree of righteousness Baptist church hello somebody is us as acorns we've got to die I like what the woman said because some of you, 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 you are like this. You think that God has just called you to be an acorn. And, and you're just tempted and to just stay where you are. Hello, somebody. 
and, and believe me, you're a nice looking acorn. Hello, somebody. <laughs> he got a big acorn head. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but God, don't laugh at your neighbor. Don't laugh at your neighbor. But God wants transformation to take place. Hello, somebody. Then the Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he's a, he's a new creature. Hello, somebody. That word in that text means metamorphosis. And don't you know that the little acorn goes to a metamorphosis? Oh, he, he goes from being buried in the dirt to, oh, to sprouting and to springing up. Oh, hundreds of feet tall. He goes from being that little nut and making a transformation. Hello, somebody. This is the transformation place. You know, if I, if I just did little fluffy, stuffy sermons, we could have a church full of folk. But you, you get to preaching against sin and about living together. Hello, somebody. Having sex outside of marriage and, and all that what we tend to do. Hello, somebody. You're going to do one or two things. You're going to turn away or you're going to draw closer and die. Hello, somebody. Die to yourself. Hello, somebody. Reminds me of that time when Jesus said in, in the latter stages of his ministry, all of all of those disciples, they, they, a lot of them left. Right. Hello, somebody. Because right. they couldn't pay the cost of what it cost to really to be a disciple. Yeah. Hello, somebody. But but after they left, guess what? The, the ministry didn't stop. Hello, somebody. As a matter of fact, the greatest work to be done would, 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 would come forward. Amen. Hello, somebody. So we as a church have to die to ourselves for the greatest work is yet to come. Hello, somebody. The greatest work is yet to come. Sometimes God got to show us that we ain't nothing. Hello, somebody. For us to humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God that he may exalt us. Hello, somebody. What we have to do as a church is have this Godliness of the crown. Yeah. Hebrews 1 9 says, You have loved righteousness and hate wickedness. Have you been in here and, and loved righteousness? Have you hated wickedness? I, you know, some people think because I, I don't tend to like watching the news a lot. That, that I'm uninformed. No, 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 no. I don't like watching the news because I hate wickedness. And that's all they show. It's bad news, bad news, bad news. My wife hear me say this when I do watch the news. Bad news, bad news. That's all they say. It's bad news. Hello, somebody. It, it, it mourns me. I, I mourn. I, sometimes I cry. I, I, I can't stand it. And when you live in holy, it affects you. Hello, somebody. This word will affect you. Hello, somebody. You'll be in crying. You'll be in tears as you preach from this place week after week. And see, still, people's lives have not changed. Hello, somebody. And as you've counseled behind the scenes and showed folk the right way to live, but yet they still choose wrong. Hello, somebody. 
This is the world that we're living in. But it's not causing us to give up, no. Oaks don't give up. <laughs> Oaks continue to grow. Hello, somebody. Oaks oh, can survive the storm. Oaks have been known to survive tornadoes. Oaks have been known to survive the sands and the hands of time. And if you're here today and you want to be a mighty oak, today is the time for you to recommit your life to Jesus Christ. Or it's just time for you just to continue on in Jesus name you may not have to come before the church this morning but only in the recesses of your mind you've decided to be somebody oh like a righteous oak somebody who can stand the test of time somebody who's willing to serve God in the good times somebody that's willing to serve God in the bad times somebody that's willing to serve cards. Uh, oh, when your family want to come to church uh, and somebody who's willing to serve cards uh, when you got to come here all by yourself. Uh, somebody ought to have a, a resolution today. Uh, oh, to be righteous. Uh, I'm going to be righteous uh, and I'm going to stop uh, being that acorn. Uh, I'm going to stop uh, being a hard-headed. Uh, I'm going to stop uh, with this hard shell uh, and I'm just going to simply allow God's uh, to bury me and then I'm just going to simply die. Oh, and I'm not dying from the world. I'm dying through myself. And when I began to die, oh, I give God the permission, oh, to begin to transform my life. I go from being this little acorn, this little acorn, this hard shell, this person that won't change, this person that's stubborn, this person that's a mute, uh, this person uh, oh that nobody can tell anything uh, anybody can't tell you nothing uh, oh that person that has a Conway West uh, oh mindset uh, oh can't nobody tell me nothing uh, oh and you go from being that hard headed uh, acorn uh, to dying to yourself uh, and when you die to yourself uh, transformation is going to take place uh, when you die to yourself uh, oh the way you talk uh, is going to change. The way you walk is going to change for you will not be the same. Maybe your walk won't change, but where you walk to will change. Instead of going to the liquor store, you're going to walk oh, to the church house. Hello somebody, tell her walking after drugs. You'll walk oh, to the church house. Instead of going to the casinos and paying the casino, you're tired. You're 10%. Oh, you'll walk up here and give your tithes uh, on Sunday mornings uh, in Jesus name uh, transformation uh, will take place uh, you'll not be the same uh, you'll not talk the same uh, you'll not walk the same uh, you'll not see the same uh, you'll stop gossiping uh, and if we can stop folk uh, from gossiping uh, and get them uh, to tell the good news uh, about Jesus Christ uh, and his righteousness uh, oh maybe on the shadow love Sunday We'll have a house full of folk who visit for the first time because we'll be like.
like Andrew uh, will bring people to Jesus uh, in Jesus name uh, but transformation has to take place uh, because if you haven't been transformed uh, you'll talk about everything uh, but the Lord uh, you'll talk about sports uh, oh you'll talk about your favorite restaurant you'll talk about what that preacher is rumored to be doing uh, or what you saw that preacher do uh, you'll talk about all that stuff uh, but when you transform uh, the only thing you want to talk about uh, is Jesus Christ uh, you'll tell folk uh, about Jesus uh, and you'll bring folk uh, to the house of bread uh, to where they can come uh, to know Jesus uh, don't you know uh, that this place uh, in Paul's Valley is one of a few places uh, where people can come uh, and know Jesus Christ uh, as their Lord and Savior so why don't you want uh, your family and friends uh, why don't you want your neighbors uh, to come to this place uh, this house of bread uh, oh because you've got to be uh, transformed uh, you've got to be uh, made over you've got to put aside uh, that acorn mindset uh, oh you've got to put aside uh, that acorn uh, complex uh, and begin to be transformed so that God can raise you up uh, to be mighty oaks uh, of righteousness uh, I said so that God can raise you up uh, to be mighty oaks uh, of righteousness uh, say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor I want to be a mighty oak uh, of righteousness uh, oh say to your other neighbor neighbor oh neighbor I want to be a mighty oak uh, of righteousness uh, and I'm going to start today uh, by dying uh, because I'm an acorn now I know I'm an acorn I know I'm hard uh, I know I refuse to die but today I'm going to die to myself die to my own ways die to my own mission die to everything and I'm going to live for Jesus Christ and Christ alone in Jesus name say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor go ahead and die in Jesus name say to your other neighbor neighbor oh neighbor go ahead and be transformed in Jesus name oh from this point on I'll not be the same in Jesus name for God is going to make me a oak of righteousness I said God is going to make me a oak of righteousness in my ministry my life is going to count 200 years from now or a thousand years from now folk will be talking about the life that I lived because I gave God everything I gave him my money I gave him my mind I gave him my heart I gave him my might I gave him all from which he required he said of me that I said I have to love him with all of my heart with all of my mind with all of my soul and with all of my might in Jesus name Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, why don't you love him with all your guts? Why don't you love him with all your guts? In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, give God a hand, have a place up in here. I said, give God a hand, have a place up in here, up in here. I've been crowned. I don't have to leave here lonely and alone. I've been crowned. I don't have to leave here with any more grief. I've been crowned. I don't have to leave here crying through the
night. I've been crowned in Jesus' name. I have joy, unspeakable joy. He gave me joy. God gave me joy. Joy, joy, joy. God gave me joy. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Take this joy back with you in Jesus' name. Say to your other neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Take this joy back with you in Jesus' name. For I've been crowned. Oh, I've been crowned. I'm beautiful today. I've been crowned. I'm beautiful today. I can make it. I can make it. I can make it. I can make it in Jesus' name. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. I can make it in Jesus' name. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. You can make it. Knock your neighbor upside the head. Now, don't touch him. No touch him. God wants you to know this morning that you can make it. He can make beauty of ashes. A crown of beauty. Deacons, will you come? Saints are praying. Now it's time to respond to the word of God. A few ways you can respond. If you're here today and you have not been saved, one of the ways that you can know that you have not been saved is that transformation has not taken place in your life. You've been coming to church your whole life But you have not been transformed. And God says this morning, it's time for you to get saved. It's time for you to truly accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Many times we just accept him as Savior and we don't want him to be Lord. As Lord and Savior. And if you're here today and you need to give your life to Jesus Christ, you need to understand the great good news of the gospel story. Jesus Christ on that night that he was betrayed uh, went in that garden of Gethsemane and began to pray. Uh, and when he prayed he had came up with this term that we all need to hold to come up with in order to transform from an acorn uh, into a mighty oak of righteousness. You've got to learn to pray Lord not my will but thy will be done. And if you've never prayed that prayer before, then you may not have never, ever been saved. But he prayed that prayer and he left that garden of Gethsemane to die for our sins. They put a crown of thorn on his head, a cross on his back after they whooped him and beat him and mocked him and scorned him. Led him through the streets of Jerusalem to that hill called Golgotha. After he got to that hill called Golgotha, they nailed him to that cross and raised him up between two thieves as if to say he was one. Even on that cross, he had to say, not my will, but thy will be done because they couldn't take his life. He had to give his life. He gave his life and prayed that prayer. I I commit my spirit unto thee. Somebody tonight better commit their spirit unto Jesus Christ in Jesus' name. After he died, they took him from that cross, put him in a borrowed tomb. And the Bible tells us that he stayed there the first day. He stayed there the second day. But the good news is, is that he rose again on the third day. And he got up with all power in his hands. And if you're here today and you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, 
Step out of your seats and say, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus was God's only son and that he died for my sins, was buried and raised again on the third day. If you haven't accepted him today, we want you to come forward. There may be somebody else here today. Maybe you need to ask for prayer. Maybe you have a testimony. Maybe you need to be baptized. Hello again. This is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners Christ died. God's only son, God's love Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. 
We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life. But we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page. Or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality. And that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like obama did it he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people 25 dollars that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed i think that's god and i believe god can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you. So we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.